Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Hi, Kim. Hey, Terry. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Um, I think I'm getting off to a weird start, Carrie, is what I'm going to say. Oh, I think we always have a weird start, Kim. This is very normal in the BBG studio. We, we're all chatty and going on, and then all of a sudden, you hit record, and it's like, ah. <laughs> This is very normal. And Kim, we have a very special topic for today's episode because we want to talk about our word of the year. I love this topic, Kerry. I'm beyond excited, Kim, because I may be holding my little word of the year. And for the listeners who can't see what Kerry's holding, it is a tiny little, and not tiny, decent size white pebble that has my word on it that was posted to me across the globe from the amazing princess, Kim. So you've got to give us the story for those that don't know the story behind the pebbles. Oh, Gary, this is a this is a confession story, actually, because I love the word of the year and I love to have it somewhere where I can look at it and hold it and, you know, just remember what my my thing I'm focusing on for the year is my word that I'm focusing on. And last year I was well, I wanted to give everybody in the community something with their word on it. So we had gathered up everybody's words. And then I am not creative. Let me just say this. I am not um, crafty. We'll say that too. And I decided I was going to put everybody's word of the year on their own little rock and then send it out to everybody. Well, I am notorious. Confession, true confession here, princess confession. I am notorious for getting something and forgetting to mail it. So I'm very mindful of my shortcomings. I'm very mindful of that that is a problem that I've had forever. Um, so I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want to get them done and then not, you know, not post them out. So my sweet husband tells me, you need to seal them, these cute little rocks, you need to seal them so that they don't smear or don't anything else with the word on them. And I was so afraid I wouldn't mail them out to everyone that I sent them without clear coding them. And so this is my my confession of it was a great idea, but I had terrible follow through because I should have waited just a couple more days and got them clear coded because I'm pretty sure everybody's rocks were rubbed off. Their word was rubbed off of their rock. So that's that's part of the story. But we sent them out to several dozen people actually across the globe and everybody has like loved them except for the fact that they rubbed off, Carrie, their word of the year rubbed off. Well, Kim, I have to step in and say that all of us were so grateful to receive these little rocks with our word of the year on them and they're so cute. And this is why the world invented Sharpies because we've all been able to rewrite and the intelligent people of the group have already clear-coated their rocks. I may not be one of those intelligent people because Kerry just picks it up by the edges constantly and tries not to rub it so I don't have to keep rewriting it. However, we were, we've all got nail polish. We've all got, you know, something that 
that we could coat it in. And I'm just thinking now, Kim, I could have even just wrapped it in Glad Wrap. That was, I don't I don't think you call it Glad Wrap. I think it's cello, cello Wrap or something like that. So that could have been a thing as well. Oh my gosh, Terry, that's so funny. Well, and we have to like give a little nod to Denise Millet because Denise said that it was the original sticky note. Like it was the caveman sticky note. And I laughed so hard because that is, you know, when it when it rubs off and you have to write it again, that that just and I laugh because I've been embarrassed. I have been ashamed I didn't wait the two days. I have been all the emotions, but now it's such a funny it, it's almost that it it was a second gift because here's your here's your laugh. Like here's your word of the year. Have a great, great year with this word, but also here's your funny for the year because we have all been every, everybody laughs about me and my not sending stuff out in the mail like I'm supposed to. So well, Kim, I, I just want to add that I feel like the entertainment value that you've delivered with this has continued. It has continued throughout the year. And also, I, I actually want to give you a little bit of a caution that if you do seal them next year, we might be disappointed. We might actually have the opposite of it. Oh, we don't get to talk about this all year. Like, oh, that'll make us a little bit sad. So maybe history can repeat itself and maybe it'll become an actual tradition because you never know what if you wanted to change your mind about what your word for the year was. No, I don't think that there's anything wrong with changing your mind about the word of the year, but I do hope that I do a better job, Carrie, of whatever whatever the word of the year comes out, because we do have that intention of sending out everybody's word of the year to them in some way again this next year, because it is it is something that I learned a long time ago, really speaks volumes to me all year long. It's like, why does this word come up? You know, if you choose your word carefully, you don't just do it like in a second and on the fly. If you really think about your word, and then it's funny how it comes up in different ways all year long. So it's really a powerful exercise. And I feel like if you are focusing on one word or you have some word that is encouraging to you, it gives you this power that I don't I don't even know how to explain. I'm sure there's something scientific or something, you know, someone way smarter than me could explain. But it really does do good things for you when you're little rock or your little word or whatever, because like I have not this year's word, but last year's word I have in my room by my bed where I see it every day. And I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to get rid of that word because it still means something to me. And my new word is on my vision board. My new word is like been right here beside me um, on my little rock because I also had a little rock. But I think it's funny the power that happens when you get that word and then how many ways it shows up in your life. So, Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate and let's just take a quick little break. What do you think? Perfect, Carrie. We'll be back in a minute. This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Carrie Zab, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way. We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out. So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you. We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results. 
We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you. We even address things like social media strategy and simple tech solutions. If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, come and join us and the link is in the show notes. Oh, that's better, Kim. I've opened up the boom gates. Have you got your bucket? <laughs> I do, Carrie, I do. Now, where were we, Carrie? Um... <laughs> oh, there it is. In case anyone doesn't know what that sound was, that was Carrie rewinding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kim. I'm sure that needed explanation. <laughs> I think I was a little bit, hmm, how should I put it? I kind of jumped on a word when, when I first started this, which was last year in 2022. I jumped on the first word that came to mind. And although now looking back, it bared a lot of significance, it wasn't a word for me to focus on. It was more a word that had a meaning. And then this year, the 2023 word has been more of a focus kind of word. I think we should tell the listeners what our couple of words have been, Kim. So I'll share mine and then you can share yours. So my 2022 word was beans. And based on what I was doing in my business, it was all about the beans. And that's where that came from. And it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely good. However, then I did give 2023 a little bit more thought and I came up with simple. And I have focused on that throughout this entire year. I still am and I still will. And I probably will forever, Kim, if I'm really honest, because that word is so significant to me because I'm as guilty as the next entrepreneur of wanting to do complicated over the top kind of things. And when you've got this focus word in front of you saying simple, well, it kind of speaks volumes to you when you've chosen that word. And it really helped me keep things simple throughout this year. So Kim, what were your words of 2022 and 2023? So 2022 was exponential. That was a very significant word for me because there were some things that they did become exponential. They did multiply in a way that was way more than just multiplication. It was exponential growth. And then 2023 is epic. And I do think that this is just the beginning of the last month of this year. But Carrie, this year has been epic. It has absolutely been a very significant year and it has turned out to be an, an just major epic year. And I'd like to throw in a few, a few things over my lifetime of doing Word of the Years because one year my my word, and it's two words, but my word of the year was living proof. I wanted to practice what I preach, and i that was one of my words of the year. I've had many different word of the years over the years, but I think I hear you and I saying that phrase all the time, and I think that's proof of it goes on. If you concentrate on something for a year, it gets ingrained. It's like muscle memory. It keeps coming back. So I think that's important. So Kim, what you're saying is this word for an entire year does rub off. Oh my God, that's hysterical, Gary. Might rub off the rock because it's not sealed, but it won't rub out of you if you have it the way you see it all year. That's hysterical. I couldn't help myself. That was just too easy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. It it is funny how much it shows up. It it is it is a it's a phenomenon to me. Like in my head, it's it's a, an amazing way to to be almost identify what what your focus is for the year. You know, the community had amazing words 
they they had some amazing words and you hear them and you're like oh maybe that should be my word but if you look back over the last two years carrie just the last two look at the significance of each person and their word in our community and i think every one of them have like lived up to that or like you can see it in their life and so to me i love that part it might rub off their little rock because somebody can't do a good job of what they were doing <laughs> but it it didn't rub out of their heart it didn't rub out of their minds it didn't rub out of their lives so that to me is just amazing to witness so kim i think we should help those tuning in because some people tuning in may not be familiar with this they may not choose a word maybe now they're listening to us going oh this sounds like a pretty good idea what is something that you could tell us that you think would help someone pick a word that we would hope someone would keep for the entire year and not want to throw in the bin and toss it away they'd want it to be that focus point for them so what's something you'd recommend to anyone wanting to pick a word kim so i think following your intuition is something we need to practice anyway but i feel like you're you know what a word that you need to have for a year is i feel like it will bubble up out of your heart or out of your inside out of your middle if you slow down enough to just spend a little bit of time and you know we use the phrase have coffee with it but it's more a date with yourself sit down and ask yourself what do you want your 2024 to look like like is there some word that keeps bubbling up because in the beginning it might be harder to practice this but over time it's almost like you're giddy whenever it comes time to pick the word for the next year because it's a new one you know you get all excited about it so if it's a little bit hard you know pay attention to words that you hear around you pay attention to words that you're reading pay attention to things that are coming up or you know inside of you then you will find the right word you really will it's not something even someone like me that I feel like I do not have creativity and I do not have an imagination I love when we pick the word of the year. And Carrie, I'm going to be honest, I don't have my word yet. It has not been clear enough for me to know what my 2024 word of the year is going to be. It's coming. I have a few like things that are kind of floating around, but it hasn't actually been decided yet. So I want to say that too is don't think that you have to do it in five minutes. Spend a little time, look around, listen, pay attention. And and what do you want it to look like for the whole year? Mm, Kim, I love that because I was just thinking that I would like to pick my word by the end of December, but I know that I can't force this. The 31st of December, I may not have my word. And if I don't, I've got to be okay with that because it may surface in the first, you know, couple of weeks of January instead. I think now that we've had this conversation out loud, it will come further to the forward of my mind to start thinking about. But no pressure and no hard deadline is attached for me because I want it to bubble up. I want it to come naturally because I want it to be as significant as simple has been for me this year. And part of me almost wants to take simple with me, Kim. Can I just like do a repeat? <laughs> so I'm going to confess, Carrie, I feel that way every year. Like every year I am so attached to whatever the word was because I've recognized because this is towards the end of the year and you look back over the year and you're like, oh, this is where it came up and this is where it came up. And look at that. 
and look at that. Like it, it's just this um, almost reminiscent. You get attached to it. But Carrie, I've got all my words. Like I've got all my words. And that's why I think it's significant to have it somewhere you can look at it because you don't have to get rid of it. You actually are layering up things. And for you, simple is important. And I'm going to tell you, I have said for a very long time and I still will say it every day. Simple is what sells. Simple is what makes your life sweet. So for you to have the word simple, I'm not even sure you know that quite a few years ago, that was my word of the year. Oh, I didn't know that at all. But I feel like I'm still carrying it. Like, I think that that's part of it. It was actually before living proof. So I feel like those are some of the things you've got to remember is when you spend a year with a word, you become very attached to it. And so I'm not ready at this moment to get rid of epic. But truth is, I didn't get rid of exponential. I didn't get rid of living proof. I didn't get rid of simple. I didn't get rid of any of the other words. It's a, a adding to. So you're not actually taking away your word from this year. You're just adding a new phrase or a new word for next year. Oh, I love that, Kim. And I, I love that I'll, put, I'll basically get to keep this rock. And eventually, at some stage, I'll put some nail polish on it so I can pick it up from all angles. But here's the thing, Kim. We don't move them a lot. They don't go in our pockets. Mine sits on my Roadcaster, which is currently at the repair shop. But that's another thing. I've just planted it to the base of my microphone stand instead. So that, like, it's somewhere where I can see it and remember it. And it's not necessarily that we look at it. It's just there. We know it's there. And it's speaking to us. It's a reminder piece to stay, for me, stay simple. Like I wanted to stay simple and not overcomplicate things. So I hope that anyone tuning in is starting to think about picking their word for the year. And if they've done it before, maybe they already got something in mind. And Kim, I can't wait to pick my next one. I can't either, Carrie. And I'm also excited that everyone who's listening, I'm hoping will pick a word and share it with us. I hope everyone who listens will send us their word of the year so we can celebrate with them. I think that's an important piece of it. Oh, come to think of it, Carrie, celebrate was a word that was one of my word of the year several years ago. I didn't know how to celebrate. I wasn't good at it. And, and celebrate is what I needed to learn to do was when anything, you know, happened that we finished or we did something that was actually, a, that was actually a word of the year. And look at me, I can't tell you what they are. And then we start talking and I'm like, oh, wait, that was one of them. Oh, wait, that was. <laughs> I love it. Well, Kim, we need to hop out of here. And I think, well, I think we've covered this quite well. And, and I think we're both excited to start thinking about our next new word for the new year. And we hope you do too. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Carrie, And love y'all. Thank you for joining Kim and Carrie in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes. And they can't wait to chat with you next week.